The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show number 327 on this eighth. Uh, 8- Day or 24th day of August. I read the, the thing wrong there in the bottom. The 24th day of August, 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Get 20 bucks off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and check out all the great uh, articles and other podcasts, such as the Corner Booth Podcast and uh, the Crap Brew Sports. You know, that I watched the other night. It was quite funny. And thank you, everybody, for making us a part of your day each and every day uh, for, from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. Uh, Dave, back in 2021, back in February, we, we first started doing these over Zoom. I was at my uh, my brother-in-law's house and I remember us talking about uh, no-hitters and perfect games and everything else and and uh, you said like when there's, a, when there's a no-hitter going on, I ain't saying a peep. I'm not saying a word. Nothing's going to come out of my yap. You were... You were uh, you were uh, in attendance the other night at a Rail Riders game in the great state of Montana there. Uh, fill me in what happened there, my friend. Well, it was uh, the Glacier Range Riders in, um, in, in the Valley. Uh, one Valley, one team. I kind of dig that thing because it is in the Valley, Kalispell, Whitefish. There's a couple other uh, towns around there. It was a beautiful night. It was a perfect night for ball. And um, the home team pitcher took a no hitter into the seventh inning. And And you know what what I, well, he went seven and two thirds and like, and then it was a triple. So they were the, the range riders, the home team were up three, nothing. Um, And then the guy hit a triple, they scored two. And then they, they yanked him immediately. They had guys warming up because he got in trouble a couple of times, worked out. And, and also too, there, I want to say the fourth or fifth inning, a guy uh, got on, on, on first and it was originally charged as a, as a hit, but they, the hometown score changed it to an error and home cooking a little bit. Dave, a little bit of home that, back in, back in February, 2000, 2021, you said, you don't say a word. You don't say a word, so but I, I I didn't see it when it originally happened. But I, I noticed that you put something up on the old Twitter machine that uh, might have jinxed said pitcher that uh, the guy was uh, pitching a no hitter. Uh, is there any truth to that story? No, I put it on the next day. Oh, okay. I put it on the next day. I didn't put it on. I took a picture to say, but I, it, it's kind of funny because I took the picture the uh, the the picture yeah. at the top of the seventh. And then he got two outs and then he uh like two strikeouts. He was still throwing strong. He was, he was, he was having a good night. Like it wasn't luck. And, um, and then he, uh, two outs in the bottom of the seventh, he gave up a triple. And that's what was when he, uh, cause your, your boy's a big, uh, he's a baseball dork. Like I am obviously. And, uh, did, did he say anything like when it was leading up to that, that, that point in the game, like, Hey dad, he's got a no hitter going. Like what was, was he, was he flapping his gums Van Roby style or what was going on there? Absolutely not. I was trying to, I was trying the reverse jinx. I was saying it from the fourth inning on. 
Hey, he has a no hitter. Dad, we're not supposed to talk about it. Oh, you were talking about it. I was talking about. Oh, see, that goes against everything you, you, you were saying. Yeah. that goes against everything you were saying a few years, a couple years back. I know, but you know, it, it doesn't matter. And you know, as, as much as I care, I, I'm a superstitious guy. I and I get it, but. I was trying to reverse jinx the guy because when you got a no hitter going on in the fourth, like it's probably not going to happen anyways. But uh, apparently now I won't do this. And I'm sorry, fella. I forget what your name was, who was pitching that game. You'll, you'll never see I, him again after, after that, that starts or whatever. I took the, I, I took the picture of yeah. the scoreboard uh, at the, uh, at the top of the seven. Yeah. And so he had seven and two thirds of no hit ball. And so I apologize, fella. My kid knows the rule, which was, I was, I was, I was a yeah. little bit proud of. I'm impressed yeah. by it, but yeah, I'm, we're not supposed to talk about that. I What's like funny that. about that, Dave, is that the great Vince Scully, the, the obviously passed away a couple of years back, but the great Vince Scully would always say he's going to talk about it um, because the people on the radio, they don't have the box. Like when he was on the, like when he was people driving home from work, or whatever they were doing, they tuned in to listen to what was going on. And of course he's a storyteller. So he would always, he would say, Hey man, like we're, we're in the six. They don't have an eight. There's a no hitter happening. I know it. Cause we, you, you don't have the box score in front of you. 30 years ago, 40 years ago on your, on your smartphone. Right. So I, uh, I don't know how much, much, much weight you put onto the superstition, but it's a, uh, it's funny how some people um, approach that. And some people are like, yeah, just talk, talk whatever you want. But like most time, as soon as like we, when the, the alert comes on, on your, your app, that there's a, a no hitter alert. I tune in every time and sure as shit. Fucking first time I, I sometimes want to get the game on that. There's already a hit. It's just funny how it all works out. Yeah, like like so when it we're not supposed matter, to talk right? about it, of course it doesn't matter. But and you know, I would imagine someone like Ben Scully would put a they just like okay, now we're in the top of the ninth, the Dodgers. Yeah, uh, two wrapping hits. a bow on her. He's yeah, got fucking Don Drysdale or Sandy Colfax on the hill because he he called uh, he called uh, he finally uh, when uh, Verla or no uh, when Kershaw got his he called that and it was it was obviously great but yeah it's funny how baseball uh, superstitions happen like that you just uh, you don't know how you're supposed to approach that when you when people start talking around you the 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 stink eye that if you if you did say it the stink eye you might get like what the fuck did you just say. You know, one of those things around around a packed ballpark would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't packed. It was it was raining most of the day. Um, they have a turf field, so they're able to play. Uh, it was a it was a perfect night. It was a nice temperature. Um, didn't have to put on a jacket. It was uh, just a nice temperature, beautiful night, and a well played baseball game. The the home team. That's won fun baseball games. to watch. Yeah, it is fun baseball to watch, and you know it also. I get it. It's Pioneer League. But these kids are so much better than the 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 college ball that we watch here in the Wimbo League. No, it is. God, these guys, these kids are better. They're right? everything, and, everything's just faster, just crisper. Yeah, it is just faster and better arms. And actually, the pitching's uh, we, better. The pitching's better for sure. We were sitting on uh, in uh, above the home team dugout, uh, which put us on the third baseline. The third baseman for the visiting team was struggling a bit, and I let him know. No. Oh, of course I let him know. Uh, he it was it was a sky high. It was as high as an infield pop fly gets. And but he lost it in the lights and it dropped and stuff like that. And then it's like, hey, don't worry, that was that was high. That was really, really <laughs> high. And then he heard you, he heard you. Of course he heard me. And then he uh he had a hot shot that he fumbled and threw to first, and the guy got saved. 
I go, don't, it's okay, man. Like, you know, good players would have made that. You're, you're not quite there yet. And then that's when my wife said, we're done with that. So I wasn't allowed to beat him anymore. But, but <laughs> I, 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 at, only at that point, I wish I was there with my buddies as opposed to my family. Cause yeah. I was, I was in that guy's kitchen, but I was, I had to exit after two innings. So. I remember a few years back, we went to a, a we'll get off the white shoes, all the white shoes, the guy playing for <laughs> Wayburn or the fuck it was guy wearing white shoes. Like he First was fucking baseball, playing for yep. the Oakland days. Like no one wears white shoes in baseball anymore. And this cat had white shoes on from whatever college team he played for. But uh, Dave, uh, the news came out last night that uh, Shohei Otani is going to, uh, the problem is UCL probably getting his uh, second Tommy John coming up in the offseason. He's going for a second opinion uh, later on this week. He's still going to hit for the rest of the season, apparently, and be the DH for the Anaheim, California Angels, Anaheim, California, whatever the fuck they're called nowadays. But uh, it's it's unfortunate the guy of, of, of that. I mean, he's going to probably miss five starts to, to wind up the season. The Angels were going nowhere. Uh, they, they they decided not to sell at the trade deadline. Where they were all in. And now the uh, the best player in baseball is uh, out for the, uh, uh, the, 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 that half of him is out for the rest of the season, not being able to pitch. Um, if you were in the, in the Otani camp, or if you were Shoy Otani uh, himself, would you, um, and he started, and the A's or the, the Angels started falling apart a little bit since the trade deadline. Like they, they're well under 500. Would you have said, like, maybe I shouldn't pitch for the rest of this year because we're not going anywhere and m- this body's worth uh, upwards of uh, $700 million? Can I maybe not do that part of it anymore? There's that. And there's also, like, I don't know if he had a legitimate shot at the Cy Young, but if he would have finished off really hard, like to, to, to win a all it's it's him and Cole right now. Right. That's, that's all it is. And, and then, but like to have, to win the, the home run, to, to hit the most home runs and have a Cy Young, like that's, that's absolutely historic. And, and that's, I think what Otani is chasing is history. I think it's, I think it's admirable that, that he's doing that and and who gives a fuck you know i even though his arm is hurt and he's gonna have tommy jump hopefully he doesn't and and who knows what's gonna happen this is gonna this is a little chink in, in the armor of his contract negotiation right it's still like who wants to pay and i'm gonna put asses in the seats and that's what it's gonna be like so that like i don't think his Contract negotiation for this coming year is going to change one bit, and 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 it shouldn't. It's it's going to cut his contract almost in half because he only had X amount of years to pitch left, anyways. He's not like he's not a, a spring chicken by any means. He's not old, but uh, it's going to cut the contract. I would say in half because all now he's just a hitter. With two, with me, me, he won't pitch next year if 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 it's Tommy John. Now he's just a DH, and, and then that's it. But then maybe not next, like 2024, he might be able to, uh, he won't pitch, but 2025, he might be able to. So you might have 25, 26, and 27, where he's got that other $30 million on his contract, right? So he's a, he's a 35 to $40 million hitter, but that thirty other 35 would have been a $75 million a year player. And the, the numbers might be escalated and a little exaggerated, but they were right there. Like this, well, this. This deal, like him going out like this, it might cost him 200 million bucks. 
Because now, now, like he, now he's just now he actually. You know what? Now he's just like next season. He's just Aaron Judge that doesn't play the outfield. Yeah, but anyone can play the outfield, right? No, but but he can't hit like that, right? Right. Um. So, I, I, I still don't think I. I still think he puts asses in the seats, right? Like he's a draw. He is a draw, like no other player in the league. More than he's the biggest single draw. I would imagine that um, when the Angels come to town, it's like Jordan coming to town, as, as opposed to twenty thousand. We got now got twenty seven thousand in the in the barn tonight. Um, he puts asses in the seats. People are going to come to town to see him, and regardless if he's pitching or not, they still want to see him. Um, and if he can pitch again, uh, and I hope he can, um, I, I, if I was in a, if I was the Otani camp, I would, I would, uh, I wouldn't change my demands. Like, I don't know what he's asking. I don't know where he wants to go. Um, but there, we all, we've, we've talked about it before. There's only three teams that can afford that four teams, maybe that can afford that guy, but He's the guy. He's he's the face of Major League Baseball, whether they want to or not. See, this changes a lot of things, Dave. For a lot of for for some teams that might be in the in the win win now mode and say, okay, if we go out and spend X amount of dollars on a guy like Otani who can pitch and hit and everything else, and yeah, so we can actually get get rid of a uh, we can get rid of a roster spot on like a, a person on the roster spot, not a roster spot physically, but we can get rid of that guy. And yeah, we'll overpay for for one spot. But now that this changes things a lot for like let, let's, let, let's 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 throw a team out there like the Dodgers, just just because now that they can maybe say we'll pay forty next year, and because you're in we're we're in we're we're in win now mode, we're in win every year mode. But you can't, we're not paying the the big dollars because he isn't going to pitch, and so there, there a lot of teams are, might might stray away because. Otani's going to want a long-term deal. He's not going to want a one-year and a one-year and a one-year, or maybe he will. I don't know. But this might take some guys out of the running that would be like, okay, we're like the Astros want to win now because every team's window is closing, right? That have the money to to, to spend. So is this is it's going to be a a, a much different uh, contract negotiation, I think, than what people uh, were led to believe, where the highest bidder is going to win and the deepest pocket is going to win. Because now you're, you're going to have some teams be like. Uh, maybe we'll stay out of this because you know what? He's not that double threat that we need next year. Because if we can go and get a pitcher for next year, that's going to help us a lot more than a hitter for next year. Does right. And it, yeah, of course it does. It, it, it's not just another arm. It's another elite, elite arm. arm. But now right. he's not and, in the elite arm. He's not in the elite arm next year. And then like we, you, you just don't know. And then you don't know you how like, years years go through. Like you get two Tommy Johns. Like, I mean, what's uh, what the heck? It doesn't much matter what his name is. Like Verlander's gone, gone through his. And uh, like so some guys have the two and three Tommy Johns. They're still pitching the major leagues now. But yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how it goes. And another thing I thought about today, Dave, when I was thinking about things to talk about in the show, is that this, there are probably other owners that are thinking, oh, fuck, thank God. You know, because now we, this is going to keep other payroll, uh, other, other players down. And because if Otani's getting this and it's just how, how payroll and how pay happens within sports and how, like, uh, I'm paying this for this guy and that for this guy, there's probably other owners around that, not, not the lower end guys, 
I'm not talking about the Baltimore's and the Kansas the City ones Royals, that had a chance. But the ones that have that have some dollars and saying, okay, good. We, we're not going to have a $50, $60 million player. We can keep things at 40 which still sounds ridiculous, but it's still $20 million. So there, there, right. there's, probably, there's probably owners out there thinking like, oh, thank you. Which one, like, I don't know how baseball contracts work with their uh, incentive-laden bonuses. Like, you know, maybe um, you sign them for, like, as a hitter, and then it's just all about quality starts and innings pitched or something like that. Because it's 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 terrible timing for Otani, obviously being Whoa. in his free agent, like when it's he's ready to fucking literally break the bank, sign an unprecedented contract, and he can't do that now because there's there's questions. It changed everything. Last yesterday changed everything yeah. in baseball. Yeah, and, and so what do you do as him? Like uh, like where do you put those incentives? Right, like it's. You want him to be a pitcher. You want him to do have these quality stars because that's what he's, he's and he's doing. good for the game. And he's good for the game. Like right. he puts asses in the seats, right? And, he and never says like you have Juan Soto coming out of uh, San Diego. I think he's at one more year there, and then he's up for, up for his deal next year. Like the Soto camp. What, who's his agent? That douche nozzle. Uh, uh, Drew Rosenhaus. No, that's that's foot. That's football. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, it doesn't much matter. Yeah. But the uh, he must have thought, oh fuck, because if because Ota- he's better, Otani's better, better than Soto, but older and everything else. But like now, like he must be thinking, well, now Otani's deal is going to go down, so all the rest of the players are going to go down, and that's why I'm saying it's good for the for for the owners to say, good, I, we can keep these payrolls down, because like in general, you're seeing a, a lot of teams who aren't spending a lot of money being pretty successful. Yeah. And well, it's just, you know, owners always like that's what always these strikes are always about is owners having to protect themselves from each other. Right. Because those fuckers can't keep control and, and it, they forget that that they have rules and they have to listen to rules. And and that's why we have to always claw back money from the players. We we talk about it all the time. Fuck the salary cap. Let them let these big big dick swingers start swinging some dicks. Let them pay them as much as they want because I think there's a guy out there and I I think is is uh the guy in in New York would more than welcome to take a a 50 like hey here's here's your 40 here's your 50 million dollars a year Shohei but you know, like ten quality starts a year. That's that's, and then that's your ten. That's your ten fifteen million dollar bonus, right? You get a Cy Young. You you, you uh, there's your twenty million dollar bonus. You have you lead the league in ERA, whatever. Just like have an incentive laden contract. And I would I would if I was a, a someone like the guy at the Mets, that that's exactly what I would do. I would just give him the most incentive laden contract as far as pitching goes, because they're not gonna let him if if this if if his hitting was a problem, they wouldn't let him hit either. They would just shut him down for the year. But they're not doing that. And you know, the simple fact that the Angels are are saying, you know, no, you can still hit for us even though we got absolutely fucking nothing to play for, but we want to get a couple asses in the seats because otherwise we're going to have nothing here. Like, I don't know enough about sports science and, and everything else and the muscles and things. I don't have any, but it's, it's, I have, you wonder if like, no, it was just inevitable. That it was happening. You wonder what kind of, um, 
therapy or physiotherapy, I guess, that these guys go through and get their arms checked on a daily basis and make sure things are go are, are still in, intact. And if there are is if there's MRIs that happen on a regular basis, I don't know. I, I think there there has to be when you, you get to that that much of an investment with these guys. That they're like, okay, where's this guy's arm now? Like, did, did the angels know something and said, well, let's fucking let him throw his arm out? I don't know. Like, you never know. Like, it's the owners are fucking crooked. Like, you, you just like if. Or if Otani, did he know that his arm was sore? Like I, I don't. I like, he left his last start with with the uh, with little arm fatigue. They said, and then now he pitched an inning and a half in a night, and, and this is it. Like it's it's terrible for him. Like he'll be fine. Like I'm, he'll be fine. Like I'm not cr- fucking bleeding purple piss for the guy by any means. But you just you just wonder, did the Angels do him a bit of a d- disservice by p- pitching him a little bit, and did he do himself a disservice because he was going to get paid? Let's say if he, if he didn't pitch yesterday and there was arm fatigue and he could have could have healed for because i don't but i'm not a fucking doctor by any means but if he could have not pitched the rest of this season and his arm took some time to heal and everything else um he kind of screwed himself out of about 300 million bucks um on that note i gotta guess you gotta compete right like he wants to compete I, i get it yeah and then also too a guy of that caliber um that has so much money on the line. I got to guess he has his own staff. Like he doesn't listen to the angel staff. I would think at this point. No, no, for sure. No, especially with like a, a lost season. Um, regardless of what <laughs> the Trout goes on the aisle again. That, why not? Say, like, fuck, why not? I'm done. Yeah, I know. Um, that guy's softer than fucking baby shit. Jesus. Well, brother. he's had a bad couple of years. Look at his total games played, and he's doing okay. Like, so get lay off the, the fucking trope. The troutster. Um, the troutster. The Dan Marino of Major League Baseball, right? Best best player in his position the last never. years. Yeah, but just like, just don't call him a winner. You know, that's that's too bad. Yeah, and that's but nonetheless. Um. What I want to talk about is uh, a player of Trout, uh, especially in a season that's so important to him, going into his unrestricted free agent year. He has to have his own medical staff, for sure. I, I would hope like, so. And he doesn't take that start. Um, like, he had someone else beside the Angel Brass saying... Um, no, you're good to go. And like, if it's going to go, it's going to go. I guess. Like, which one of those yeah. things? It's just one. Like, I, I, I don't know enough. I shouldn't even be be spouting off about this guy. I talked to a little bit about, about this kind of stuff, but um, it's going to go. It's going to go. Like, if you if you you rest it, and you rest it, and you rest it. Eventually, just it's yeah. going to go. Right. It's like, like pitching is such a it's a violent motion. Like when it, when you when you see guys and they slow it down on TV and you watch YouTube videos and stuff. And, and, and it is that violent arm motion that all these guys have. And, and Japanese players and they come over, they, 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 they throw differently. They have a different motion, a range of motion. Everything. It's such a violent arm motion. Like the arm bends in half and like, what the hell the hell does that even happen? Like it's, 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 it's just, and they, they throw so hard compared to what they did 30, 40 years ago. Uh, it's, it's um it's amazing that these guys even last this long at all. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a God-given gift being able to throw that ball the, the way those those guys do. And um, you know, it's a, a lot of guys like you only have so many bullets in the gun. And I think that's all of them. You only have so many bullets in the gun. Even though Ryan wore out. 
he was even though also 48 even, years yeah. old when it happened. <laughs> One of those things, right? But like, nonetheless, there was that last bullet in the gun, and he knew it that day. Like this is like I, I, I in Seattle, I think, I think it was when it happened. Yeah, yeah, it's done. Like I can't throw hard anymore. And Man, it's and, just you, you, you just wonder how. Like I said, like, we started this conversation off with uh, like the contract that he's going to get, or what we thought he was going to get. And I thought it was upwards of a billion dollars. We thought maybe seven hundred million, and everything else. And and you you just you, you you wonder what how much money that cost him yesterday. Like you just you just wonder like because now the own cause, okay here once again here it is once again. This was going to be one of the first guys in in sports history that could have wrote a check. Could have wrote a check. And yep. you're going to pay me this. And once again, the owners fucking win because they're like, nope, your arm's damaged. We're not paying that. The owners um, won again. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying there. but To an like extent, it, obviously. He's going to be rich beyond belief, obviously. But. I, I, I could imagine that San Diego guy might want to uh, sign him. I can imagine um, Cohen is going to want to sign him. Like, it's going to be... The Dodgers right, still though. be into it, yeah, on and yeah, on and on. Yeah, like, you know, there's still going to be interested parties. But, but not at that yeah, kind of money, now. Not at that kind of money. Because the owners always win. There's no good guarantee. Well, they they've already won because they're owning the team, right? So, Jesus, yeah, I I think he lost probably two hundred sheets, easy. And there's and yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh yeah, two hundred grand over like the course of a probably an eight year contract. Or sorry, two hundred mil yeah. for sure, for sure. Fuck. Cost him yeah, two million dollars a year over ten years. Or sorry, twenty mil. Twenty mil. Oh, still yeah, twenty million dollars, right? Like it, it's, it's yeah, you still, it's still like gonna even, be one even, of the best. Even though you had five hundred million, you still, you'd probably still want seven hundred. It's still yeah. two hundred million dollars. Well, you 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 got to set the market. Uh, he and he would have, but now and not now the market set itself because now, like I said, everybody else is going to go down because he's still now he's just a a, a one trick pony for for next season, anyways. Right. And he and he's a lead. So maybe so maybe what he does is he signs a one year deal to be a DH. That that's going to take some balls, and uh, but he can still hit. Like I have no doubt he's going to be able to hit like crazy. Like I'm sure if he and, wanted, he'd figure out how to play left field or right field somewhere. Like right, you know, he he's such an option. First right? base, he can even Keith Hernandez can play oh, first base or whatever. Jesus Christ, I can play first base. <laughs> um, Peter Lawn still plays first base. Um, yeah. I can you can. Uh, you can make an argument for that. And then like, if he, if he rehabs and then, then finishes the year with like maybe three starts and, and shows people that he can do it and then resign again. Like, I don't know what he does. It's, it, it, it depends on if he wants to go to where he wants to play or does he want to re- really blow the fucking world out with how much of a contract he can sign. Right. Because if he wants to sign the two way contract as a pitcher hitter, a elite pitcher and an elite hitter, he has to pitch again. And, and That's just I don't know. otherwise he's and, just another, another hitter. Yeah. Otherwise he's just another hitter right now. That had a couple of good years or great. No, not good. Great years. Very like, good. Th- years. And, that, and that's yeah. what it might be like Otani might come. It might come down to the best that never was. I hope not. I hope, he, it, I hope it might come to that. Like, 
This guy You're was right. he, he you like when I'm when I'm 90. Or when, or, when, or when you're 90 and Jasper's sitting beside you fucking putting a cigarette in your yap so you can still keep going, and he's telling your grandkids about this Shoei Otani guy, you should have seen this guy for two years. He was unbelievable. It might come to that. It might. It's not impossible, right? Like, the, like I remember hearing stories about Vita Blue and and uh, and and uh, the bird Fidrich, with, yeah. like these these fucking wackos that were picking out like, there, and then they were done. And then you know, and and it happens all the time. Baseball is famous for that. What's his name? The curveball pitcher for played for the the A's, and then he signed that huge contract with Barry Zito. Barry Zito, yeah. The only reason, one of the only reasons why the movie Moneyball exists actually was because of that pitching staff that the Oakland A's had. It wasn't because fucking yeah. Billy Bean has a great big brain. Well, well, nonetheless, the guy went to Cy Young with uh, with uh, Oakland and signed that huge deal with San Fran, and it was never relevant again. But when he was on those days, it oh, was like, yeah. that curveball of his was that twelve six. Yeah, that was something. Yeah, else. Zito was great. Yeah, yeah. it had guitar like, playing motherfucker. Yeah, yeah Barry Zito. I liked him. I like yeah, same because he was he, he had a good vibe. He didn't really he didn't seem to care that much, and then he got paid, and he clearly didn't care on the field anymore. Or he lost his curveball. I don't know how you lose a curveball. I think like he ended that. up having like one. I can't remember was it because they won in 10, 12, and fourteen. The Giants did, and I can't remember. I think it was two might have been two thousand ten where he had a playoff start where they're like, oh fuck, we got to start Zito. Because it's just the way that the, it all worked out. But he, but he went into and the he was unbelievable. Like he was yeah. unbelievable. Like he, he, he tapped into the fountain again. of youth that, that yeah. one night again, and it was just Zito, circa two thousand Oakland A's kind of deal, right? And he had that that one start that 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 basically um, might have paid for his contract, like his yeah. long term deal. That one start might have been the the one, right, to to win a World Series. And we'll we'll get into that in a little bit in the next segment there because. And that's all it could take is like that one legendary start that that pays for all of it, really. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I I I completely agree with you. Like you know, like the 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 Jack Morris with the Jays and stuff like that. Like yeah. it, it doesn't matter what you do. This is what you're here for, and 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 he did it, and he did it because you know Barry Zito, like that that curveball of his was unbelievable. Stud. He was a stud, unbelievable. Yeah. You no, can't hit it when it's coming in, like at a at a forty. Uh, like, you can like hit it; and it ain't like, gonna go very fucking far. Is the problem? <laughs> yeah, it's like literally like dropping it from the uh, string. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was, it was coming. It was in crazy, so Zito. Yeah, yeah. No, he's nuts. No, I I, I hope Otonic. I wish the best for the guy. And like like it's because uh, it, a friend of the show, a guy that uh, he pitched to Winnipeg Gold Eyes in the Independent League right now, Landon Barasta from Leopards here. He had a ten month rehab. It's one of the, like he had his his Tommy John uh, two years back, and he's. I mean, it's still it's it's throws harder than fuck. It's a different level, obviously, obviously, but it is it is possible to come back and do it. Like you're not out for life, and uh, I'm sure that uh, Shoei Otani's fucking doctor is a little bit better than Landon Barassa's doctor was. Like, not a shot to Landon whatsoever. Really good guy, but I'm I'm sure like the like the whoever's doing the 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 uh, the, the, the scopes on fucking on Shoei Otani's uh, elbow are probably top top line guys i have to i have to imagine that there's 
There's like he's not waiting in line at the walk in here in Lethbridge, Alberta. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think so. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Ford Beer Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. This segment was brought to you by SeatGeek.com, SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more of this segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and calderalab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB for 20% off the best in men's skincare products out on the market today. And keep that youthful exuberance and fine lines and bags from underneath your eyes at calderalab.com. Uh, Dave, uh, Came through the wire. Yes, yeah, a big day in sports, actually. Uh, Austin Matthews, Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, probably one of their best players in the history of their, of their franchise, top five. Anyways, he signed himself a uh, a huge payday extension, $13.25 million. Think how ridiculous that sounds. We're talking about thirteen two five for one of the best players in the National Hockey League, and we're talking about one guy getting 50 for one year. So it's just it's hockey, and, and, yeah. and it's just funny how, how that comes out. It's just funny. But anyways, Matthew's got 13 and a quarter for 53 million bucks for uh, for the next four years of his services being a Toronto Maple Leaf. Uh, Dave, is that pretty much uh, put a nail in the uh, the coffin for the Leafs Stanley Cup hopes for the next four years as well compared to like the last 40 years, that's or 45, 50 years, whatever it's been? I don't really know because you know what? I think that money is better spent on him than whatever they're paying Tavares. What, 10 and a half? 12? Yeah, he's got two, two years left at that, I think. Three or four, three. Yeah, and, and Austin Matthews is clearly one of the, the super studs of the league. Like, he's he's shown it on the score sheet. He playoffs, whatever, you know, it's 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 the Leafs. At least they won a year uh, around this year. So I'm not going to um, – you can't really – sign a guy for on a contract just for their playoff performance or non-performance. And, and like that, that uh, San Diego fan that came down on us for, for ripping on uh, Justin Herbert's contract. Right. I understand how you have to reset the market and next year, the, the cap's going to go up. He's the highest paid player now. And, and Nathan McKinnon's uh, the next, I would rather have Nathan McKinnon than him, but, who else would you rather have than Austin Matthews right now? Like Connor McDavid. Well, but like he's already signed. Like what? But I, I, I hear what you're saying. But and but Connor signed. Excuse me, signed his like four years ago, and he's like the third highest paid player now. Yeah. So, so I, I don't, I don't know how to read this. I understand how you have to pay players like that that much. Well, and that's where I'm, I was going with this, Dave. You, 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 you walked right into it for me without me having to fucking lead you, lead, leading a horse to water. You can't make them drink sometimes. But, like, you always hear about this, well, that's what the market is. That's the going rate. For what? 
Like, for, what's the going rate? What ha, what what is the going rate? You tell me what the going rate is. Like you brought up McKinnon, that should be the going rate. McKinnon has won a Stanley Cup. That because that's what you're trying to do as an owner. That is what you're trying to do as a GM. That's what you're trying to do. This going rate and the this market value thing. Where where what what's this magical market value? Like what actually? Where where does it say? If you Google market value, what the fuck would it say? I, I'm confused by that. I, I think it's just as like, what does a player like this cost in the, in the current um, economic state of the, of the league right now? Um, even though I don't agree with it, like you and I said, like you're not the best player in the league. Why should you be making the most money? Well, it's because um, I'm a really good player and uh, he's very good, right? Like he's, he's, you know, he's, he's top, top five in the league. Yeah. As a goal scorer, right? Like you know, he's probably like, the best yeah. goal scorer in the league. Correct. And like, oh, yeah, so we'll agree on that. Like, like he's an absolute, an elite talent that you can't teach someone to do the shit that that guy does on the ice. But there's D men who are better than him. There's fucking there's goalies that are better than that are more valuable. Like there's there, there's McDavid and McKinnon that are better than him. Like there's so so the Leafs have to just ask themselves: like, is it is our team better with him or without him? And then if we let him go, what do we do? Right. And if that's what it costs to keep a guy like that, I understand why they're like, their, their, their hands are tied. And this is what you have to do to keep this kind of elite talent in your, in your system. Right. So I, I'm, I'm assuming like Calgary, the, the flames would rather have Goudreau and Kachuk under long-term deals than not. playing in Calgary. Right. And and it was their choice, not it wasn't about money. Um this is what you gotta do. This is what you gotta do if you're gonna try and be competitive. And and you know, so I'll 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 tip my hat to the to the Leafs for for trying to re- remain competitive. You know, you won one series and let's see if you can win two next year. And- <laughs> you won one series. And and that's like and, and then I- that's it, right? Like uh, but I don't know what else to say. Like you got like you look at your like eventually, I mean, at the end of the day, the owner signs signs off on this shit, right? no matter what. And you, like, and they they uh they all go return on investment and all the the metrics and everything else. And like a guy a guy today that went first overall to Washington Nationals, I can't remember what 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 year it was, but he Steven Strasburg, he won a World Series, got the MVP, drafted first overall, they dumped a bunch of money into it. To me. They got, and they're going to pay him for another three years to not pitch because that's way his well, contract. Because now was, he's hurt, right? That, that's yeah. way his contract was structured. But to me, that's a return on investment. Where you 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 drafted this guy, you developed this guy, you won yourself a World Series. Yeah, you paid him three hundred million dollars or whatever it's going to be when it's all said and done. But that's a return on the investment. So many of these guys who go high and they just want to get paid. There is no return on this. Like you, like you think you think about an, uh, this. Another thing happened on I think it was a Monday, uh, where Trey Lance was basically called the the, the, the third fucking the third stringer in San Francisco now behind Sam fucking Darnold. Where's the return on investment on that guy? That they they they, oh. tra- they traded draft picks to get to number three, I think it was, to Miami, and now he's out of the fucking system. I saw they, the list. They basically like told a- him. You know what? You're you're not playing here ever again. And he played 
two games, what what's that, fifty snaps? Got hurt and then now he's gone. Like, you know, and that's and that's, a, and that's on Trey Lance. You know, like like fuck it. Like I, I get it. Like that's a mistake the San Francisco 49ers might want back because you don't fucking trade up. And then I, I, I took a look look at the list Ooh. of A players that were drafted after him and B um players that were drafted with the picks that they, they sent away for him. And that's, yeah. that's a huge fucking dick snap. Like they, 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 this is on you, Trey Lance. Like, like, I don't, I don't want to feel bad for Trey Lance whatsoever. I don't, they, they gave you the starting job last year over gorgeous Jim. And then Brock Purdy is now there. And, 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 And this, like, from what I understood, was like that that the it was an open competition between Purdy, Darnold, and uh, Trey Lance for the start to, for the start of this year. And now you're on you're a team fucking, that is projected to maybe win Super Bowl. We'll we'll insert player here. We don't care. Right? Yeah. And Trey Lance, you're 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 not a diff- difference maker. And then like, so now he's he's fucked. Like, where does he go? Like, what do you do? Like, if Shanahan, Shanahan can't make it work with you, that means you're either uncoachable or you're not, not that good, but he, he must have the physical tools. Otherwise, you don't get drafted. But you, you just become, I guess, uncoachable. Is what, that's what I think. Someone like that, like who has all the tools but no toolbox, like he's, he's kind of a Kyler Murray. But, like, who the... I don't know how the fuck Connor Murray got to uh, hold uh, San Francisco. Uh, sorry, San Francisco. How how Phoenix. he got to hold Arizona Arizona with a gun to their head? Like you're fucking shitty, um, but you didn't make it to the last year, and you had a good coach who 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 knows you're shitty, and he's just gonna let you go now. So see, this is where I think that baseball and uh, and hockey get it right more so hockey than baseball, but. Uh, where baseball and hockey get it right compared to the NBA and uh, and the NFL is that when a kid gets drafted, they have a chance to either go back to the minors or or not not the minors, like in NHL they uh, they can go back to their junior team right unless you're in college and they'll find you a junior team to play for so if, unless you make the big club and most of the guys if you're not a first rounder if you're not a top 10 guy you usually go back to your junior team and i, I think this is something that the nfl and the nba has got to look at a little bit like why not let these kids get drafted and then go back go back to their college because hockey you can go back to college when you get drafted so it's you can do the same thing with with baseball i think that college or football really has to look at that a little bit and go okay we want to draft this kid He's he's good, but all of a sudden we're we're expecting him to jump into a situation where he's only had seven starts because he probably didn't play as a freshman. He played X amount of games to fucking as a sophomore and then as a junior, whatever. Like I th- I think it's something that the NFL's really gotta look at. Like these kids get thrown into it and then they're just disposable. Like, well, no, he's shitty, he's shitty, he's shitty, because they don't get a chance to even play. Cause a lot of them I- don't. I agree. Like, like NFL, which I do believe is, is the single hardest sport to play on a day-to-day basis. They get no seasoning. You're done with college. In, and out, you, done. And then like you get dropped into the NFL. Now it's fuck or walk. And, and you know, that's kind of unfair for 22, 23 year old men, right? It, it, it really kind of is because you don't understand what is going on over here. And, and, you know, like in, in hockey, like we All both stuff. Know, yeah, all this stuff. 
You can get drafted, but you can be, you can get drafted and still not suit up for your drafted team until three years down the road to actually make your NHL debut. Whereas in the NFL, this season, obviously with Connor, let's say Connor Bedard, uh, for some reason gets to camp and says, I'm just, I'm like in his own ears. I'm just not ready to go. I'm only using Bedard for people who don't like not hockey followers who listen to our show. And then they're like, yeah, you aren't ready. Like you, like you're, you're a smallish kind of guy. And then what is it is 10 games. And then they can send them back. He can go back to Regina pass next year and get a little bit stronger and a little bit better and more confidence. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the NFL, you get drafted. That's it. You're done. And same with the NBA. Like, like once, you, you, like once you declare, you're done. You're done playing. I wonder why ball. that is. I, I want. I, it must be. It's well. It's a money. It's, everything's a money thing when it comes to professional sports at that it's level. Some kind of money. It's thing. It's got to yeah. be a money thing where you're like, okay, well, if you, now he has an agent, so now he's ineligible in double A standards and blah blah blah. The way it goes, right? But th- that's something they really got to look at because a lot of these guys, they get thrown to the wolves, and then they're just careers careers over before they can even start. Like Lance hasn't played, like you think since probably high school. How many starts has he had? Really? I I don't know where they drafted him out of, but yeah, maybe like in his since college high career. Yeah, and then he and he watched Gorgeous Jim uh, play for a year, and then they gave him the start over Gorgeous. So Jim. since high school, you go third overall. Since high school, you go third overall, and you get. 30 chances to show your shit and that's it. Yeah, and you get hurt last year. And Not now, even hurt. Well, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. But well, he got hurt last year, right? And so... So you get drafted third overall, 30 starts, and then you're done. From Since yeah. high school. Yeah. That's and now fucked you're, up. Well, you know, and, and you look at Darnold, though, too, right? So, like, he he failed with the Jets. He failed with the Panthers. And now... He's beating you out for a, a, a uh, well, he is a USC Trojan, so I and, and the Marlboro man's grandson, so I, I do understand that. Like, it's wow, well, you know, and I get that you do get that, but you know, that that uh, Trey Lance is probably making less money than than uh, fucking Aaron Donald, Guaranteed. because he's still, yeah, because he's still on his, he's still on his rookie contract, so. Like to 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 show up and do that bad. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't understand if this is just an absolute failure on the the Niners not knowing what they were drafting, or is this a failure on Trey Lance for not putting in the work? But like, to be I don't so sure of that of that draft pick to 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 trade up to get it. That's the like. I'm not going to pretend I, I know everything about the Trey Lance seg and who they got and what they blah 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 and who got traded for everything else. But for for the organization to be so sure of that draft pick to trade away other players to take a kid who played two games and that's it. That's a fuck up organizationally. Huge because you if, when you take a guy first round you want. Like you, you would hope, especially top five in, in, in any sport, you hope to get what the national, the, the Washington Nationals got with, with Steven Strasburg, a world championship, and a guy who fucking was a big part of a world championship. That's why you draft guys like Sidney Crosby first overall. That's why you get guys like fucking uh, McDavid to hope that, that it happens there. That's why you why, why you draft an Austin Matthews first overall. But for for 
because that, that's what you want your return on investment to be. And for, for this to, to go so sideways for the, 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 the 49ers, it's, that's a fucking, they don't care. They'll just throw money at it. He'll go away. But it's it's a bad it's 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 just it it it's a fucking it's just that's a, one of the bigger swing and misses in in recent history in my, in my eyes. Oh no no! Do you know what's a bigger swing swing and miss by by? I think is like Alexander uh, Digg. No no, I was going to say Mitchell Trubisky with the the Chicago Bears. They traded up to get him. And the bears fucking failed ridiculously. I the, 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 I don't understand how NFL teams trade up to get quarterbacks because none of this shit is fucking real. Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, um, Drew Rosen, and then uh, Keller, yeah, and then Kyler Murray, and then like, like just pick your fucking poison, right? Like there's there's washed up top five quarterback picks all over the league and then uh, all over the place. And you have Patrick Mahomes who went after Trubisky, who went after, um, uh, well, Lamar Jack, Lamar Jackson was in that same draft. I believe too. he went after, uh, our main man fan of the van, uh, his favorite guy from Cleveland there. What's his name? Uh, oh, I promise. I wouldn't say his name ever again. Yeah. Watson. Yeah. <laughs> Watson. Yeah. Watson. Yeah. Uh, he went after like uh, yeah, Mahomes went after Watson that year. Whoops, whoops. You know, and, and uh, I mean the draft's a fucking crapshoot. Like, unless you have a generational guy, I would never trade up for a fucking quarterback. Never. Like, what's a generational guy, right? Like so that one year, like it was Andrew Luck and uh, Marcus Mariota and uh, Vince Young. Like Vince Young, bust. Marcus Mariota better guy. So he got to hang out. And then you got uh, Andrew Luck, who fucking balled. He was a fucking baller, but he had a team that didn't want to give him a fucking line and, and then beat him in a submission. And he said, fuck it. I'm out. I fucking hate Vince Young. 2005 Rose Bowl. I fucking hate you, Vince Young. Yeah. And then you have Matt Leinert, right? Like he was a bust. And, and he, well, he got, dropped uh, down he, the draft, but yeah, he, he, he won a Heisman. Could, the left, he probably could have won two if it wasn't for his teammate Reggie Bush that year. And Bush got himself in trouble this week. Not trouble, but he's trying to get his Heisman back. But yeah, and you know, the, the draft is such a crapshoot. We talk about it all the time. Like it's it's such a crapshoot. And to like and to draft a quarterback, or it's you it's, don't know what you're getting. And if you don't draft a quarterback with the guy that you've already got. Right, whoever your starter is, if you don't draft a like quarterback, you have to revamp your entire team to to go with what that quarterback is. Right? Yeah, just you know, so, that's the other so thing. So that too, so right? we, we talked about this about a, fuck it might have been a year ago when talking about drafting guys this and that, and I said I wouldn't I wouldn't take the best quarterback all the time because then we got to change our entire fucking structure because that guy's the best athlete. Like no, like you need this is what you you're, you're spending 180 million dollars on the rest of your team. We're not going to bring in some punk kid that can fucking run as fast as everybody else. I I'm going to bring in. I'll have fucking Jake Winters as a quarterback, but if if we if we need a wide receiver, he might be ranked fifth in the draft. But if that guy's putting us over the top, I'm going to take him. That, yeah. that's, that's how I would do it personally. And that's just uh, a football thing, but I think and 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 baseball drafting takes take, takes a while. But with hockey, like other like your generational guys, if 
if I need a fucking goalie who's really good, well, goal, I wouldn't put a, a goalie in there, but like if I need a fucking uh, a, a D man who can run a power play right now and I can't get anything in the in free agency, I'm drafting that D man who can run me a power play that might get us a Stanley Cup. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to draft the best player available just because the the hockey news tells me so. That's my like. Like you know what I'm getting at. Like it's. Yeah, I, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just. I know what you're getting out. Like Kenton Oilers guy. Like Jesus Christ, they haven't drafted a, an elite D man in in 15 fucking years. And there's there's been elite D men that have been drafted in the last 15 fucking years. Like why aren't why aren't why aren't why aren't you trading for the Kale McCarr? Why aren't you trading for the Drew Doughty? Like a uh, uh, like, Seth Jones, like I'm uh, like uh, like to trade like know. and like you said tr- to trade up for a quarterback to me is just so it's it's fu- just because he's the best. You're uh, just oh, yeah, rolling yeah. the dice. It ain't you helping don't us know any. What the fuck is going already, on? We, we drafted one four years ago. What the fuck's uh, doing us? Yes, like I don't know. Like all these, all these, and that's what drives me nuts about football, Dave. If you want to fucking get into it, that's what drives me nuts about football. You have all these fucking these football guru coaches' minds that are so great. If you're so fucking smart, why isn't every team fucking doing better? Why isn't that quarterback better? Like it, 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 all these. Hey, coach. Hey, coach. Hey, coach. Like it, it, it drives me that they they bolt themselves up to such an elite level to be such fucking ninjas of the sport. And none of them do fuck all. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much. I think there's so many. Uh, oh, there's on, a uh, lot of dick swingers, but not many dicks being fucking hit. Like it's fucking. Well, you know, it's the dick swingers, but it's it's the good old boys. Like you're hiring this guy, who's hiring this guy, who's yeah. hiring this guy, right? Like it, it, it's the it's the biggest of good old boy network, and it's just like, well, fuck, it ain't working. But like he listens to me, like. Like anyone that wants to think that uh, Mike McCarthy is an elite coach, like with uh, Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, like he was laughed. Like, you know, like everybody's laughs at him. Like, like Jesus fucking Christ, this is your guy. Like Jerry Jones is just like, he's the, uh, sorry. Uh, Mike McCarthy is the Brett Boone of the NFL. Aaron. He's going to listen to the owner, whatever. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, Aaron has like a podcast. He's, he's fucking a lot more successful than 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 than, uh, than Aaron is right now. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's 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 a goofy thing. It's a goofy thing. I don't understand it, and and like how they get it wrong all the fucking time. All Especially the time. like and like a, a Shanahan, right? Like you know, you like he's this Trey Lance is so different. He's a mobile quarterback in like uh, similar to Deshaun Watson, similar to uh, Lamar Jackson. Right. But then he has gorgeous. That's not the system you have. Then why are you drafting him? My exact point. Like, I don't understand how they missed like that. And then like, maybe they were expecting him to be so elite and so good that they could change their entire uh, philosophy on the offensive side of the ball. But if he, I don't know That's why. What I'm getting at these, these coaches are so set in their fucking ways, and they're like, "Here, my system is fantastic. I can put anybody in here." No, you can't. It's not the way it works. Because that lineman yeah. has to move that quick. That linebacker has to do this. This guy has to do that. That guy has to do fucking blah, blah blah. And these fucking guys think they're so fucking smart. Oh, put anybody in here, you can win. No, you can't. You can't. It's not the way it works. Well, and I'm just a, a fucking forty-nine-year-old schlub in my basement talking about that. I don't get it, but you know what? San, you know, the, the goofy thing is, San Francisco is still an elite team. Like, uh, like 
I think they're going to make the Super Bowl this year. Like it's well, that's just the thing. Like there, there's a good chance that they're going to like the. I haven't. I I don't. I don't watch the preseason shit, and I don't watch fucking anything until probably next week. I'll start paying attention when there's when I got to start doing the uh, the survival pools and stuff like that. But yeah, fuck man, like it's 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 funny how that they drop picks miss every year and no one loses their jobs. Like draft picks like fucking year. don't do anything and they fucking and it's just fine. Like and, like especially in the top fives, right? You know, like you, when you're there, you're trading up for quarterback specifically quarterbacks, right? Like Never. I don't I, I don't I you know, I get it, Trevor Lawrence. If you're struggling and you're fucked, then I get it. I get it. Take take the Heisman winning quarterback. I get that. But like don't trade up to like the I, 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 don't I would, it. you know, like it's I, I, like I'm a college college guy through and through. It starts week zero this week, which is stupid because zero is not a number; it's lack of a number. But uh, Notre Dame and Navy, Irish are, uh, yeah, yeah, and, Navy and USC is got, this weekend. Yeah. yeah, USC's got San Jose State in week zero. Like it's it, no, it's week one. That's how you count. Like it's one. Yeah, it's uh, the first game. Uh, I would. I don't know if I would ever ever if I was. Uh, if I was uh, gifted a uh, NFL franchise, uh, if I would ever take a Heisman Trophy can or winner first overall, <laughs> I'm just one of those things. I, I don't think I would. It, I don't it, think you could, right? It doesn't turn out very well ever. Rarely. Yeah. No, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Anyways, that, yeah, that's it. I'm, oh, sorry. I just went and turned out like. I, I'm sitting outside. It's one of the, you know, it's one of the few, uh, like, I don't know how many outside nights I have left. So I wanted to take uh, advantage. It's supposed to be warm this weekend, but yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah. So I'm doing it outside. I just turned between on, now. I turned on some lights. So, uh, cause I, I noticed on my screen, I was getting a little dark. I couldn't see either. Yeah. Uh, I'm here back. I'm back. Oh, I'll move it. We'll uh, come back with a Would You Rather, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast for Vera Sports Talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com for 20% off the best in men's skincare out there today. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Rucket Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Rucket Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice efforts. Use promo code 1420RUCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Rucket Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes, and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's one four two zero R U K K for ten percent off at checkout. When you purchase from Rocket, you come to win. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Dave, week in, week out, you never, ever cease to amaze me. Last week was one of my favorite uh, Would You Rathers. It's up there on YouTube. I got to check out of that one last week about bowling or the uh, the hole-in-one. I'm still thinking the uh, being the uh, getting the, the, the perfect game in bowling in a big crowd would be the highlight of my athletic career at my age, obviously. But uh, give me another blockbuster Would You Rather. Pretty, pretty fucking 
high hopes here. Well, it's not gonna be. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what happens here. I'm gonna ask you right now to give up one animal to eat. Go to on. eat. Okay. Are you gonna give up the cow or are you gonna give up the pig? Oh. No more for the rest of your life. No more okay. cow. No more pig. And this isn't this doesn't include uh, milk and cheese. So you can still have milk and cheese. I'm just talking about the flesh of the animal. Yeah, I I see no, you know. What is the fuck off? This is going to turn into a fucking hot dog conversation again. Uh, here it is, Dave. I quite, oh, this is harder than I thought. Like, actually, we had steak tonight. We I barbecued some steaks before we came on the air tonight, and they, they were good. I, always really, really good. And you have them once or twice a week, and burgers are once a week. And then burgers you can have all the time. But fuck, I would have to probably give up out of the two because I can I can eat burgers I can eat a burger every day, a steak I can have once a week. I can probably I've done without I've done without bacon for weeks at a time. I I enjoy bacon I enjoy sausage but I I don't. It's not a, a must see TV kind of deal, so I would probably get rid of the uh, the pig. Of the two, I, I I do like, but are we doing all beef wieners? Or are we doing fucking? Uh, well, well, like you you can find wieners. a wiener, you can find a turkey wiener. I'm sure. Like I don't I don't know about that because they're all lifts and assholes. Anyways, do they even care what kind of animal it comes from? No, I would have to get rid of pigs. I I could act, I could do not do without bacon and not without uh, like spicy sausage and stuff. But out of the two, I would rather I'd rather have hot dogs. Than I would bacon or hamburgers and bacon. Sorry. Wow. I don't know. Like, so um, the reason I came up with this one today, well, I had another one in the, in the hopper, but I came out with this one. It's my uh, brother's celebration of life tomorrow. We're serving uh, ham sandwiches. So I bought a fucking shit ton of ham and I'm, I'm cooking ham and I'm slicing it. Fuck me, man. Ham is so good. It's it's not as good as like a fillet or a, or a New York. It's not like that good, but I I I would never I can do without the the, the cow. I'm if, all pork if, on here. This it is one. Dave. If if the two of them were on a counter, a like, ham sandwich. Like what was the last oh, time you had a sandwich. roast beef sandwich? I love. I a fucking ham love a ham. I actually sandwich. have it in my old life. I I, I used to have a, uh, a, a a line when guys were looking for stuff and they couldn't find it, and I I knew it was right in front of them, and I, I would point down at whatever it was, say, "What's that? A ham sandwich?" And they'd get so mad at me. But yeah, if you <laughs> if you put like if you put a uh, uh, here it is like like Thanksgiving in Canada is coming up here in six short weeks. If you put a uh, bunch of sliced beef on the counter and a bunch of sliced ham on the counter, I would eat the living guts out of that sliced ham first. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe the 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 secondary use of the pork, right? Like because like obviously everybody loves bacon. Well, let's put a, put that away. But I would rather have a fillet or a, a ribeye over a. Uh, 
over a slice of bacon. No, that's, even that's, no, no, no. Even if you put a like a, a if you there was if I had the choice of a steak, like it was on the counter upstairs. Mom, dad, fuck all the Michaelopolises are over here. Whatever, like blah blah blah. If you put a steak on the counter with scalloped potatoes in the middle and a baked potato, maybe, and a fucking uh, 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 a a bunch of sliced ham on the other side, I would probably I would have the ham first before I would have that steak. Uh, uh, probably nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, I would have that. Pork wins cold every time as leftovers. As, as or even hot, like slight, like hot pork, right, like oh, just out of the oven. I oh. would have that, with those scalloped potatoes and all. Oh, one of my favorite God, meals that, that, that throughout the year oh. you don't have enough for some, and I don't know what that is or why that is that you only have ham, like. Like at Easter, Thanksgiving, and maybe Christmas. And it, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like but after like, like, like a, the, the steak is your go-to fancy meal, fancy thing, right? And yeah. I don't know, like, and it's good, but a ham is much more, much more filling. It's much more um, user-friendly after the fact because you can oh. make other things out of it, and it's 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 heartier. It's heartier. It, it just yeah. You put some, like, oh, you put some horse oh, mustard and horse. Oh, I love it. Love. Oh, it. you got that with a little like baked beans or yeah. or, or corn love or stuff like that. It, it's so much more versatile. Like the actual, uh, the actual, uh, the actual <laughs> ham itself, like the, the a, a ham roast. It is highly, highly underrated. Oh. Like I said, like uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm cooking hams. There's one in there. Like uh, this is number three. I'm cooking right now. And the and ease I, of it. And I you put it, it in, close the door, you put it in, close it, and then they have that, the fucking crystalline, not crystallized, caramelized, whatever it is. That, that, that fat shell yeah. on it. Fuck, cut a little bit off of that. Put a little honey it. glaze on that motherfucker. What? Oh, that brother loves a ham. This guy does. Yeah. And you know no. what? And yeah. you know, as far as the meat goes. I'm not going to give up cheese. I'm not going to give up thing, but give me that fucking pig anytime. And I even got into the tor- the pork tenderloin because those oh, things. I, are- I, uh, we smoked one on Friday. I think it was. Yeah, it was really good. And then you slice up after, and that's not like, and then you put it for sandwiches later on. The gift that keeps on giving, ham. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, but you're not going to give up the steak though. You you want to keep the cow? You say, eh? No, yeah, I, get, I changed my mind. You know, Keeping a burger, like, you know, a burger is a wonderful thing. And I love the hamburger. I really, really do. I have that hamburger. The the versatility of a fucking pig is just awesome. Give me that fucking pig all day. This might be the longest stretch, 18 days now, since I've had a hamburger. In, oh, fuck. I'll bet you since February. Cause that's ballpark food, right? You fucking yeah. Here's a burger. Here's your burger. Here's your burger. Whatever. Yeah, I haven't had a hamburger for eight since August the sixth, and I haven't felt better. I have not felt better in my life. <laughs> I, 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 I bet. Made that up, well, 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 you got that. You got that. Those garbage burgers that they they serve oh, at those uh, the, the, the ballparks. Yeah. Oh fuck. But you know, you, they can. They don't serve pork at the at the thing at the ballpark. 
I would do that. You know what? I would, I would, you know, get me. Fuck. If I ran that spit stadium, it'd be all pork, no beef. <laughs> tough, tough style here in Southern Alberta where we're in. Like uh, pork ribs are better than beef ribs. Oh, without a doubt. Right. And that's like, you know, you got to just do more and they can be beef rich can be, can be delicious, but all your ribs and, are, all your ribs are, are pork. Yeah. All your, all your fucking. Uh, and in can, general, I care less about a pig than I do about a cow. Like, like, like pigs I, are I, less lovable, I guess. It's a pig, whatever. Fuck off dirty pig. You're a filthy animal. Yeah. Was that on uh, Pulp Fiction? Pigs are filthy yeah. animal. Yeah. You know, like a good pork chop. You know, and pork chop is like pork the, steaks the are good. It, it's oh. all in the preparation, right? But pork you, steaks, yeah. like pork chops, can get a little dry, but a pork steak—that's that's a real. They're cheap and good. You put a little Montreal steak, steak spice on there, throw it on the grill. Oh, that, that's a whole pork. You put that on the smoker Pulled for pork. five hours, and then like you come in and you just yeah. it just falls apart and melts in your mouth. You know, I, I I do love a good steak. No, I going do, into this, Dave, I, I, really, I really thought I was gonna going to say uh, I, I I'd uh, rather have uh, beef, but no, I think I think pig, man, eat eat pig, eat Sa- pig. save a cow, eat a pig today. Yeah, like I even take that over chicken. Oh, I like chicken though. Who doesn't like chicken? But of this, of, of the three big proteins, I would take I would rank pork one. Uh, and then chicken, beef. I would flip a coin. I like chicken. Flip a coin, but pork's the number one. Pork fucking rules. You can do anything with that kind of meat. There's so many. Like you got your pork tenderloin. You got your pork chops. You got your bacon. You got your. Uh, you got your ham. It's so versatile. And those Jews don't know what they're missing. <laughs> They got other things going on. Well, maybe well, I think you're, you might be right. I, I don't know. Well, they, 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 and the Muslims aren't allowed to eat pork either. Good. Give it to us, Gentiles. More I'll for take, us. I'll take all that. Fucking Could you imagine food. if Muslims did eat pork? How many more pigs we'd have to have? Because there's a lot of Muslims, and I'm not being derogatory at all. No, you're you're right. There is a lot of Muslims. Well, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't know more. I don't know where this this show went sideways all of a sudden. Dave. You, you know what? One thing I I, I I do miss, like we were talking about food and chicken and stuff. One thing I really miss is uh, like when we were younger. Remember that place, Shivers in uh, Lethbridge here, that that chicken wing place. Oh yeah, that was right down this place. From where you are now, from where, where you live now. Yeah, yeah. Shivers. I I, I miss like going like my other I lived, I lived Edmonton, from Edmonton for a while and Calgary and here and there wherever I missed like wing Wednesday like going for wings when wings were like fuck it's not like five cents ten cents whatever they were like yeah. I missed that it wasn't so much having the 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 wings themselves but it was the camaraderie you bet because you you get a pizza tray full of fucking wings and you spend ten bucks Right now, wings are two dollars a piece. Yep, we had uh, during uh, in back in my younger day, I uh, my uh, the my UVL team, uh, university team, we would practice during the summer, and we would practice on Wednesdays. We'd go, we'd we'd shower, and then go to wing Wednesdays at Earl's. And oh. then the, you know what? There was an occasional runaway on a Wednesday where where 
That's was, why I loved it so much, man. You never oh, know you yourself into the the Crown and Derby in Bonneville, Alberta. They had wings on Wednesdays, eh? So yeah, we'd go there like we we practice two in the afternoon and get out of the the rink at four four thirty five o'clock, whatever it was, and then go to the Crown and Derby. And I'm not saying there was a runaway because we were you know we were athletes back then, but the there was occasional a, runaway. There was a runaway or two that that, that occurred that uh, maybe we. Uh, Buffalo Cavs might have taken us home or time or two. One of those things, but yeah, no, I miss Wing Day. Like they were fun. They were fun because you were young. Wings, bucket, and and, and you'd spend because a jug of beer was five bucks. Oh, it was so much cheaper. It was was, a jug uh, of beer was five bucks. A a big entree wings was ten. You 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 go in with twenty bucks and you're fed and watered and you're good to go. You bet. Yeah, oh, I, miss I know exactly what you're talking about, and I and I miss those days as well. But you know, what do you do? Twenty bucks for for it's twenty, 20 bucks for a jug of beer now. Seventeen dollars. <laughs> well, it's seventeen bucks for a jug of beer. It's remarkable. My uh, the when uh, the University of Lethbridge opened up the the it's still the pub now, but the, the they built that yeah the zoo. But it used to not be there. But um, when they finally got that place built, um, it was for students. It was five twenty-five, five dollars and twenty-five cents for a jug of beer. Jesus, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, the the Green Oasis in Bonneville. They fucking they had a, a, a Pontiac Steam Special, five bucks for a jug of beer. And, I, that, and the funny thing was. Right across the street was Royal Bank, and you could take $5 bills out of the Royal Bank. <laughs> I actually remember that. Like the, the life of a junior hockey player. At the RBC, you went yep. to the RBC. I have 16 25 my account in junior hockey, right? Oh, yes, three jugs of beer right there. Good. <laughs> Fucking done deal. And you could take fives out of the RBC. That yeah, was the, that, that was was the claim to fame of the RBC Instabank. Fuck, I, oh, yeah. It was, right, it was right across the street. So he's going 15 bucks. Yeah, good. Three drugs. Done. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers, sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself. So you need you around. Keep you stick on the ice. And what else, David? No swinging at high pitches, Jim, please. There we go. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday night. Let's see you on Monday, everybody. Have a good weekend.